Verbally Effective with Ina Esco is an interview-style podcast that intersects art, culture, politics, and entertainment with a Memphis focus. Each week, I'm joined by a featured guest with roots in Memphis. Verbally Effective delves into each guest's personal journey to uncover the incredible stories fueling their purpose the highs and lows of their pursuits, and how through their passion, they are moving the culture forward. Be sure to follow Verbally Effective and Ina Esco on Instagram. Also, download the Verbally Effective podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Don't forget to check out the website and submit to be a guest at verballyeffective.com. Hi, I'm Bria Jones with WREG-TV. I'm hanging with your girl, Ina Esco, with the Verbally Effective podcast. Hi, I'm Davina Jones with Couture Cares, and I'm here with Ina Esco on Verbally Effective Podcast. Hello, hello, WYXR 91.7 FM Memphis. Your double E, Ina Esco, is live in the building today with a special edition of the Verbally Effective Podcast. I have with me my good friend, Jamal Whitlow. What's up, Jamal? Yo, what it do? What it do? How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Yo, thanks for having me. Yes, like this is your part two. Because you are a Verbally Effective Podcast alum, and you are having an amazing event coming up on the 15th, the LOL Music Festival. Yes, that's right. So are you excited? I am. I am actually um, super excited. It's been a a good year. It's been a good year. A lot has changed since we last talked, Jamal. And, you know, we kind of talked before the mics have been turned on. We're going to talk about, you know, the intersections of culture, politics, entertainment in Memphis, since these are intersections of verbally effective. So I said, Jamal, I need you to run your mouth today. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right it's only you. right i've been in hiding you've been in tell, hiding people say I, I don't be out so you know. i don't be out either jamal Man, it's hard i'm only out when i'm booked as of late right i got them babies at the house man. me too <laughs> how the babies doing let's start there they good man they, they good. good how old are they now three and one three and one right Oh, we. What got, you gonna do i got my hands full yes you do yes you do um you know everybody's going to be running a household other than yourself very shortly, unless they're already running the household. No, I run that. Oh, you run that now. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I hear you. I hear you. All right. Well, I think it's only fitting that we start with Memphis culture first. Start off with something light. Start off with something light before we get a little bit deep right here live on WYXR for Verbally Effective. Uh, Big shout outs to the Memphis Grizzlies headed to the playoffs. That's right. That's right. Yes. So when does that kick off? The weekend of uh, LOL Music Festival? It happened again. We actually, they were playing last year. Yes. Uh, you know, dope. There's going to be people in the city. Yes, it uh, is. They're going to be outside. They're going to be outside. At Handy Park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be right there waiting on them. Come on, come on. Well, you know, most recently, um, I was awarded with the HBCU Empowerment Award from the Memphis Grizzlies, and I, uh, me and my husband went to a game. Mm-hmm. I think they were playing uh, Portland that night, and... Um, you know, Ja Morant was there back then because this was like before the the incident with Ja Morant, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, I just he wasn't giving it his all at that game, so I don't know if it was like everything leading up to what had happened. I don't know, but he's fully exonerated now. He's back on the court. What are your thoughts on Ja Morant right now and his comeback? Yo, I um, I'm excited. 
mm-hmm. right? He's young, he's talented. Uh, we all, we all make mistakes, right? Mm-hmm. We all make mistakes. And, and I think the, the bigger you are, the bigger your brand, the bigger your name is, the more publicized what you do um, comes to light, right? Um, he still represents uh, people of his age and his culture. Yeah. Like we, for, we tend to forget, like as older adults, like we were of our time as well and did things of our time. And, you know, it's just, he's still of his time. Um, and so, you know, him going to get help, you know, being transparent about that and then people taking the necessary steps and even the Grizzlies taking the necessary steps to make sure that, you know, he's good and has a good understanding of what he has going on. Like, I, I can appreciate that. And I have nothing but love and wish that man good luck because, shoot, this, mm-hmm. this, it was just a it was fallback for the for the better setup. So, yeah, I, I am very happy that he's back on the court and we've been on like a little winning streak. Haven't we? We have, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, other than John Moran, who who do you love with the Grizzlies? Uh, I'm just a Moran fan. I'm not a super huge on sports, but I'm just a Grizzly fan. Mm-hmm. Have you been seeing any games? I have. I don't know. I've been super busy. I got a chance to go to two games this year, so okay. I've been I've been slow on my uh, on my Grizzly games this year. But it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I, I hope they do well in the playoffs, and we can get us a big championship for Big Memphis. Very soon, right? Memphis. Wouldn't that be great? Yes, that, that would be, be lovely. Um, speaking of basketball, I want to send a huge shout out to the Lady uh, Tigers with Louisiana State University oh, for getting through. their first <laughs> NCAA championship. Right. Oh, my. Angela Reese. Um, what's, uh, what's the young lady from Memphis, though? Um, let me look it up right quick. Uh, she cut up. I think she should have been the MVP of the game. Her name is actually Jasmine Carson. She played ball um, in Memphis a few years back. But she uh, she was popping them threes left and right in that game. Oh, right? Yes. Right. Yeah, yes. She did. Yes. And you know what's interesting, Jamal? Um, I saw this today coming down my TikTok line, uh, timeline. And thank God TikTok is still around because I don't know what they're going to do about that. However, what came down my timeline was Flotus, Jill Biden, um, Joe Biden's wife, Mm -hmm. saying, you know, LSU is invited to the White House. But she said, what would be great is is if we can invite Iowa, too. Now, that is going to be the first. That's like a precedent uh, of inviting number two. It's like a fail now. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) Like, we're going to invite y'all because y'all won, but we really wanted to... (laughs) We really wanted to invite them. Nah, I'm, I think she may be an Iowa fan. It don't matter what type of fan you right? are. Right. Like, they're not the winners. Second place is the first loser, okay? Okay. <laughs> We're not inviting the first losers to the White House. We're yes, but the she, she actually said that, and it's going viral. And I believe one of the players even uh, posted something on social media saying, oh, we won't be there if that's going on. That's so. fair. Yeah. Yo, that's fair. You don't have to. That's like saying, you know, we're going to let the silver medalist step up on the podium with the gold medalist, too, because we like both of them. Like, it's just, it's it's not what's up. And I'm okay with whatever decision they, they make if they don't want to mm-hmm. go or if they go, because people have to stop uh, 
They gotta stop doing that. They gonna have to just. They gonna have to respect us. Like it just is yes. what it is, man. You gonna have to respect this. You gonna have to respect us yeah. uh, for who we are, what we contribute to the game. That y'all make good money off of. So okay. let's like let's not get the game twisted. Right? Yes, yes. And and this win is so monumental for these ladies over there in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I got family in Baton Rouge, okay. so this hit a little different for me. Um, and of course, for everything Angela Reese went through throughout the season. Uh, the trash talking and the come out number one. That's a good feeling. Man, sure is. <laughs> and I'm going to let her say and do whatever she please. Right, <laughs> right. So congrats to the ladies over there at Louisiana State University picking up that first of many NCAA championships. Now, let's transition to a little politics over here at Verbally Effective Live mm. on WYXR. It's a lot going on. It is, man. It in is. Memphis. Let's stay local with it. Okay. Right? Okay. Um, we have an intense mayoral race going on right now. How many people are running at this point? Too many. Too many. Too many. I don't even I, I don't even have count of how many people are running. Um it's 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 too many. It's too many. Um speaking of candidates, um, who I've had on verbally effective so far is Paul Young. Okay. Um, I've talked to Van Turner. Okay. Um, well, I've talked to him about coming on the show. So he'll be on the show uh, before the elections. That's great. But it's like, uh, you know, usually in, in media and radio, people are like, well, give everyone a fair chance to come on your platform. No. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> for verbally effective I'm not talking to everybody, and you know, I only say that is because I already know some of these folks are going to drop off. Well, you, 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 one, you own that right. Yes. Right. I think what we owe to uh, people that follow us, we owe to people that listen to us, is for us to only put the things that we believe that we want to put out in front of them, not what 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 politically makes sense or mm -hmm. not what's going to appease everybody. But you know your audience. You know the people that are tapped in and tuned in and what they want to listen to. Mm -hmm. And it is your responsibility to give them what it is that they need and they want. And if you don't feel like f f filling the pipeline with just fluff to to make uh, corporate America happy, mm -hmm. then, man, you, you own that right. And I think we need more people owning uh, our media owning our voices yes. and the least compromise as possible to get where we have to go. You know, I know it's easy to play game or, or be fair or try to play mm -hmm. the line, but like, man, you're going to put your foot down on one side exactly. or the other. Exactly. Uh, set some boundaries Absolutely. around your very own platform. Um, so what are your thoughts on this upcoming mayoral race? <sighs> one, I, um, I believe it's too many, too many people. Mm -hmm. um, About 50. <sighs> Just all your uncles and all your uncles and a couple of your aunties too. <laughs> Me and you, your, your mama, mama and, and your cousin. Okay, okay. <laughs> so it's it's for me. Um, I'll say this. I'm not gonna mention any names, but I'll throw this out here. Uh, once you've done something so well, you have the opportunity to to live in legacy status. Mm -hmm. And like and live forever, and 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 that should be for other people to live off of and build off of a foundation that you put there. And sometimes we need the foundation to be solid, mm -hmm. than the foundation more to be you know continuing and trying to be active at, at certain spaces because there's a lot of respect. Like it's all respect, mm -hmm. you know, to that capacity. But I think. Um, 
it also shows that if you can't look behind you and there's not anybody worth putting or giving your all to help them get to this capacity or to run our city or the mentorship wasn't there, then, yo, that speaks in volumes to me. Oh, I know who we talking about now. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. Every... <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. Okay, let's just say W.W. Harrington, right? <laughs> I respect W.W. Harrington. Every time I see him, uh, that's Lamorne on College alumni day, like myself. But um, he opened yeah. up the, not to make he opened up the door for Black America when it came to being involved in city jobs and like mm-hmm. having an opportunity and putting a face in there, right? But I, you know, I feel like the, um, I much rather see you guiding mm-hmm. um, and, and and lending support. Mm-hmm. to someone who can not only sit behind the desk and get the job done, but that's, that's got the capacity to get out there in front of the people and get the job done, too. Yeah, and and not only in politics, uh, passing the torch, so to say, right? right. Like in every industry. You, every. You, right. Every. Like, uh, <laughs> let's see people mentor others, pass the torch, teach them how the game go. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's, these politics is dirty, dirty. Right. So, and and you're a politician uh, in your own right, <laughs> Jamal Whitlow. You know how this go, right? We know how the game goes. <laughs> we know how wow. it goes. Look at it now. <laughs> Look at it now. Let's talk about Nashville because there's some interesting things going on with our government right now. Right. Um, I saw a few politicians. Um, they were actually protesting. You got some details on this situation? Because I saw Tammy Sawyer posting about this, which led me to the story. And I'm like, they're really trying to get rid of these uh, political officers, uh, stewards for our community. What is going on, Jamal? You know, we've got, uh, I think his name is Justin Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Justin Pearson. Okay. Uh, I think just, a, just three of them, Justin Jones, Justin Pearson, and then uh, Gloria Johnson, representatives. Um, from what I read, it seems like they, um, protesters, the kids, parents, and teachers were peacefully protesting mm-hmm. uh, just gun law, gun legislation in our in our state. Right. Um, and they joined them, right? Went to listen, and I believe gave a speech, and so now they're looking at um, expulsion. <laughs> you know? Why, though? Why? Uh, Are they not allowed to do that? So... You know, that's why I like uh, uh, a good black and white, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw that um, the news that said something about they were violating the rules of decorum in the chamber. Hmm. Uh, and so, um, but you know how people really twist things up, right? Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a, and outside looking in, right, decorum was already broke if people was in there protesting. So it couldn't have been a normal uh, a normal day in Nashville. <laughs> couldn't have been a normal day in the house anyway. <laughs> wow, right? interesting, interesting. So, yeah, no, but, you know, I, I think um, it's important to be aware. It's important to kind of pay attention. Um, there are rules, uh, but, you know, uh, rules are meant to be broken sometimes, depending on what we have, and there's lenience to it. Are you a rule breaker, Jamal? I, I sure am, depending <laughs> on the circumstance. <laughs> Me too. Forget your rules. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in politics right now, because there ain't no rules. The only rules is the person know, that's writing them is the one that makes the rules. Right, so you got to position right. yourself to write the rules yourself. Like, yeah, we have to get out of this traditional. 
thinking that everybody gets to write these man-made rules that govern our lives or govern how we move and how we think. And so okay. that's part of the plan of being privileged. It's like, yo, I, I, I create my own privilege. And it's not out of arrogance or pretentiousness. It's out of confidence, out of understanding where I've been and where I got to go mm-hmm. uh, and how I encourage people to be privileged too, right? So that that's that's the thing. Like, that is the culture. That is the brand. Yes. Yo, be privileged. You know yes. what I'm saying? Be privileged in your own right. We ain't have to have a, a silver spoon in our mouth in order mm-hmm. to be privileged. Shoot, I wake up every day like I, I'm like Will Smith. Like you are gonna have to beat me on the treadmill. Only way you gonna beat me if you, if I'm dying on that bad boy. Okay, you better talk your stuff, Jamal Whitlow. Be so privileged. That's, that's that's right. And it's, it's but it's for everybody. This yes. thing, it's not just for me. It's for everybody. Mm-hmm. It is the encouragement of Black people to you know, to be privileged, man. Yes, yes, I agree. I agree. And um, just to piggyback on what you were saying about uh, those three individuals that are facing expulsion. Um, um, you know, and this is all a result of the shooting last week in Nashville, right. the mass shooting. That's right. Uh, where were you when you got the news? Uh, where was I at? Mm, I, I probably was at work. I've been working. Mm-hmm. I might have been actually here in the building. You know, I think the seventh floor is like my the dopest okay. spot to work at. Why is that? <laughs> because there's nobody up there, but I can sit and <laughs> overlook and kind of just watch Cross people Crosstown is such a special place and, <laughs> is, right. and, and very welcoming and lovely things to it look is. at, right? But the first thing that, uh, honestly, that went through my mind was that, yo, I've got little boys too. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it's never hit like school shootings, you know, I was like, oh, that's sad. Mm-hmm. Right? Not 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 making lame of anything, but having kids, um, these realities make you realize that like, you're like, yo, this could happen to me. This is right up the street. Like we are none right of us are, um, none of us. You know, it's not avoidable. You right. you can't do anything about it. And then I've got a one year old and a three year old. Mm. Right. It's hard to tell them to duck under a desk. They have no idea. Yeah. Um, and so. Um, it, it definitely is a situation, and I'm okay with them fighting gun laws. Like, do I believe we should have guns? Absolutely, because there's no way that they should have them and we don't. Okay. <laughs> That's first off. <laughs> it's interesting um, when you talk about the gun law situation, like how can you control such a powerhouse? How can you change what's already in place with the NRA deeply rooted in the pockets of Washington, D.C.? Like, what's really going to change? So, um, you know, this is this is where I feel like people are like, what Jamal be on? What, you, what do Jamal be on? Come on. Right. And so I'm, um, I, I feel like we've got to shift focus from how to control the NRA, mm-hmm. right, or how to beat what they got going on. I think we have to turn a complete 360 in our culture and our community and really focus on investing in our people, our mindset, our resources. Like that is where, because if you think about it, you're taking tons of individuals fighting an organized group. Mm-hmm. That don't work because there's a whole bunch of hundred agendas running against this one. You can't, you can't mastermind your way out of this. That's true. But when you create a black culture that is privileged, that is verbally effective. Yes. Come on. Come on. I I said have a church. (laughs) Preach. No. (laughs) But when you create these communities in a cluster of influence in that capacity where you cannot identify one leader because everybody's exercising their right to be privileged. 
right? Yeah. But we've got an agenda, and that main agenda is we are only investing in our neighborhoods, in our communities, and in our people. All mm -hmm. this other stuff, we're going to take it to the side. We ain't got time to be sitting there going up to fighting in D.C. or fighting in Nashville, spending our resources and our wills in that capacity. Think about when you hear the people for mayor or candidate, uh, the mayor's race are raising, have raised over 300 some thousand dollars. That's $600,000. Then how does that $600,000 that we have raised, how does that go back into our communities to fight the things that you talk about? Yes, indeed. indeed. Oh, we're just going gonna to spend it all on flyers and advertising and consulting fees to to convince people to come out and vote for us versus like just let's put our money where our mouth is like let's go and do this let's do it let's do it um and you know before we get into the lol festival i i, I want to stay on this topic for a minute because we were talking about the nashville shooting um other than the nashville shooting we had a mass shooting in memphis <sighs> right as well um <clears throat> and there's a recent update to this. Uh, one of the men charged in a deadly mass shooting at Hickory Hill Restaurant Privé has been identified. Damon Sykes, 31, is being charged with criminal attempted felony, first-degree murder, possession of a firearm, dangerous felony, and robbery. According to reports, video footage of the incident showed a man in orange clothing taking a pistol from a victim and shooting him. Sykes was identified as the person responsible. Did you see the video? Coming I, down your Instagram timeline. That was very graphic. Yo, that was like, tough. I, I'm surprised that video is still up. That was yo, TMZ posted the video. They did. TMZ posted the video. I was like, golly. Oh wow. And that's um, just you know, for me, that ain't the type of news I'd be wanting people to uh see from Memphis. Like I I hate that that I know. Uh, hate that for us. And it was immediately following uh right after the Nashville show. And of right? course their their headlines like Yo Gotti's restaurant, you know what I'm saying? And they keep bringing him yeah, into and it. Just like, and I believe it's owned by his mother. <laughs> But and it's um, just like, come on, man. Yeah, but you know what's what's crazy is my brother goes to Privé every time. Wednesday night, mm. and he did not go that night for mm. some reason. So um, thank you know, God for being sleepy. Okay, <laughs> look tired from work, <laughs> right. but just talking with him, he says he's always had a pleasant experience at Privé, like right. no violence, no nothing, and now this has happened. You know, mm. so I really hate that stain. For that particular establishment in Memphis, and I believe the week before that, there was a shooting at Crew um, right, Lounge. Right, right. Have you been to Crew? I, man, I actually I love Crew. Mm -hmm. uh, shout out to my boy D uh, D Nice, the heavyweight. Um, I go on Thursday shout nights. Shout out D Nice. Right, so he's there on uh, Thursday nights. So you know, I definitely pull up when the when the home is there. Uh, it's a nice, it's a cool vibe. I like mm -hmm. that. You know, I'm a business junkie, so I love their business model. Right, okay. I think it works. What is um, their business model? You know, I've been putting in folks' business. Oh, out there. okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I, 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 I but I, okay. but I like I like I, I like how crew operates. I mean, if you go and sit down and observe, I'm an observer. Mm -hmm. I party and I observe. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so I just I, I from everything from how you're greeted at the door, how the bar service, what the menu looks like, what the specials are, um, the the getting on the list, signing up, like all of those things. I like the way uh, I like the way that it moves. 
Okay. Like cool. I haven't been to Crew yet, um, and I did not know D Nice was a part of that entire right. situation. You know, you know, real talking. Another thing that I I do like is that this outside company came in and solicited our internal um, promoters and stuff, and 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 decided to work with those promoters instead of come in and try to, you know, influence the people. That I mean, it's smart, but it also creates uh, economic opportunity that I think we miss when we talk about clubs and venues that we don't think about the economic impact that they have on the promoters the waitresses mm -hmm. and the hosts that's that ain't little money just floating around in the entertainment it's not all thug and ghetto money like these people take care of their families uh they do a lot of things and so it's important to not bash these or these 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 restaurants or these venues mm -hmm. when things happen because man they happen everywhere they do they happen they everywhere and the, the thing is about you can't always control people from acting a fool inside it's about how you react mm -hmm. and it's about how you move in the in the instance of of, of crisis and what we want to make sure that our buildings and our facilities and our clubs if we were to charge them with anything it is to have them have a crisis management plan in place let us know what that plan is to make sure that you keep everybody safe as possible that is what when i talk about things that we focus on that make sense that makes sense mm -hmm. not sit out here and talk about Yo, because your cousin had been at the barbecue and acted a fool. <laughs> <laughs> and we had no idea he was going to Tyrone's going to act like that. Right. Right? And we couldn't control Tyrone. You can't, you can't control the un you, uncontrollable. You, you can't. Mm -hmm. Right? We know the hood out here. Yeah. We just need a plan <laughs> on how to react if it happens. Right. And we got to make sure that we take care of the people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's... Uh, and a lot of that stuff does happen outside. Of, it gets reckless outside because you are safe inside. Yeah. Um, it's just a tragedy, but that would be my only thing to people. If we're going to offer our advice or our support, it is to have these facilities have crisis management things in place. Or, like, just ask what their protocol is when things get uh, out of line or escalated quick. Or same thing, like, what does de-escalation look like? Do we practice de-escalation in these venues? Mm -hmm. How do our security guards handle it? And I'm not trying to, you know, I know this the streets, you know. I, yeah. I get it. I get it. And so this is not all yeah. blue-collar or white-collar diplomatic, but... We, we, we can figure it yeah. out. And, yeah. and when you think about it, like what you just said, how do you de-escalate a situation such as a shooting in an establishment? Mm -hmm. Like, it's so much you can control, like you said, with the staff, mm -hmm. you know, as long as they have a plan. Because the patrons, they they, don't, they don't go, <laughs> <laughs> they running. They, you know, they try to get up out of there. Right. But, so. you know, it's like, are your emergency doors open? Like, yeah. is somebody propping the doors open so people can exit from multiple spots of the venue? Like, yeah. Yeah. Have a plan. Yeah, just, just, just. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay to have a plan. Yeah, it's not okay for you know shootings and violent crimes like that to happen, but they happen, and it's, 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 it's the world we live in, right? Does that stop us from going to prevent? No, because we back outside. We back outside, right? Yeah. And um, speaking of the establishments, what I love right now um in that particular industry here in memphis are, there are so many choices now Ooh, um, what you said it's so many choices <laughs> like big shout outs to Moneybag, yo he just had his opening grand opening for cache 42 right right have you been i, I haven't have, been i have not been not yet. yet i was like dang i ain't get on the guest list i was like that too right <laughs> however that's not gonna stop me from going right no um, i'm gonna check it out it the looked, food it, looks 
so scrumptious. I did hear some good reviews from it. Uh, so I mm-hmm. had some ladies that I know uh, went through and told me it was really dope. Food was good. Uh, you know, when you go to the nice restaurants and they come and scrape the crumbs off your table. I heard they scraping crumbs okay. off the table. Come I on, ambiance come over on, there man. at Cache 42. You know what I'm saying? Keep that tablecloth clean. <laughs> you know, the art, the, the decor looks amazing. The food. Um, mm. I, I think I saw some reels on Instagram. The chefs. Um, everything looks very classy over there. Right, right, right. This has got to be, man. Yes. Uh, this, this has got to be. Yes, yes. Well, we have really been getting verbally effective, Jamal Whitlow, um, with Be Privileged, um, you know, uh, head over there of the LOL Music Festival. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're talking all things LOL Music Festival. You ready? Let's go. All right. WYXR is community radio. So why not help us spread our sound through the community? Be a part of our growth by sharing our station and our mobile app with a friend. Visit us at WYXR underscore Memphis on social and tag your closest pals. Let someone you love know about 91.7 FM. It's easy. Our sound is made just for you. So let's make it louder. That's right, WYXR 91.7 FM Memphis. It's your double E, Ina Esco, with a verbally effective podcast live today. On this beautiful Tuesday afternoon, I have the CEO of Be Privileged and the founder of the LOL Music Festival with me, Jamal Whitlow, my good friend. Uh, Jamal, let's talk all things LOL Music Festival. First of all, break down LOL. For so, everyone, LOL is listen out loud and listen our, out loud. Listen out loud, and we chose listen out loud because we we our focus is really small independent artists or unsigned artists, really providing them a platform uh, to to get their music out right, and not just over streams, but to be able to get in front of people and entertain people and for people to have that experience. I, I, I tell people all the time, it's kind of like watching the college basketball versus NBA basketball, right? You know, in the NBA, man, we made it. It's showtime. We made it. Everybody <laughs> getting bread. You know, in college, like, you know, it's the grind. It's a different type of grind. Like, you're still trying to get to that point. And so, you know, you can even look at some singers uh, and be like, yo, back in the day when they was hungry, they was singing. Now, you know, it's a, it's cool, mm-hmm. but it's not that, you know, the grind sometimes doesn't see the, uh, seem the same. And there's just an excitement around that for me. Um, and if you think about the history of Bill Street and why, why we have it on Handy Park, why we have it in Handy Park on Bill Street, it's because what Memphis represented. Uh, in the music industry, right? This is where people came to get heard. This is where people were traveling to back in the day before black folks didn't have a sound anywhere else. They this had, was the mecca. They had a sound here, yes. right? And so I think sometimes we get lost again. Here's that 360 turn. We get lost in what we used to do and we stop focusing on where we can be or what we need to be doing moving forward. Like I respect and we preserve the history, but now foundation, right? The, they've laid the foundation for organizations and companies like myself, LOL Music Fest, to come there, build an establishment in the park that, that not only re-energizes, but re- refreshes what that looks like to bring independent, small, and local artists to the stage in mm-hmm. this birthplace of blues and rock and roll, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why we're here. And so the deal is listen out loud because you're going to have to listen Listen uh, out loud. Um, and from my understanding, this is the fourth year, actually. This is the fourth year. You, you know, crazy. You've been there since year one. Right. I think we <laughs> called it something it different was, it was, originally. It was the Privileged Music Fest. Yes. It was the yes. Privileged Music yes. Fest. 
Um, a little rebrand. A little re, you know, a little, a little rebrand. rebrand. You know okay. Saying, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been with you since day one, Jamal. Yes, like we yes. have really been grinding it out, collaborating, right, right. and I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Because thank this you. event has really grown. Yes, last year was uh, was nothing short of amazing. Mm-hmm. Right. Such a vibe, man. It was a vibe. We had a good time <laughs> out there at Handy Park. Yes, we did. Right. It's such a vibe. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about the lineup. It's April 15th at Handy Park. Who right. is on the bill? So doors open. Let's start with that. Okay. Doors open up at one o'clock. We've got a mixture of local artists and some nationally uh, national recognized brands. And so we've got um, Avery Wilson. Mm-hmm. So Avery Wilson is um, talented, talented singer. Um, appeared on The Voice uh, back in the day. You know. Apparently, we like these voice singers because yes, we can't see from the voice uh, as <laughs> yes. well. But, like, super, super talented. I think at one point it was under Sean Garrett. But the guy can really sing. And I, I think um, part of the thing about the festival is, like, I love music. Mm-hmm. You got to have some real talent to get on stage. Like, I'm not trying to just put your cool folks on stage. I want mm-hmm. somebody that can really uh, get it in. And, like, that, that guy has a lot of talent. And I think I would love uh, for Memphis to be able to experience, you know, our Avery Wilson show. Uh, we've got the big homie Kia Shine coming through. Shout uh, out Kia Shine. Right. Memphis. Uh, Memphis. You know, we, <laughs> you, know you have to... Um, I feel like Kia Shine might have, you know, not not in a bad way, but might have been before his time. Like, Memphis just wasn't getting all that play, but Kia Shine had already been out here grinding and crazy. Uh, I've stolen parties in college. Kia Shine did a party for us in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> like, I think one of our homecoming parties. What was that song he had? Uh, Put Your Stun or Shades on. Yeah, yeah. Stunner, I remember stunner, that. Stunner. Yes. It, you know, the beats always were hard. And so yeah. I think... Um, what we're going to do with Kia Shine is going to be a super dope set um, with uh, DJ Gary Stevens. So my brother's actually DJing Shout this Shout out to DJ Gary Stevens. Right. He right. is cutting up on those turntables with the content on social media. Right. I love it, Gary. Right. <laughs> um, and we got Nice Life. DJ Nice Life okay. is coming through, nice too. Nice Life. You know, I got to make sure. You know, we go way back. Um, D-Nice to Heavyweight is going to MC for us for the evening. Okay. Um we got the battle of the female DJs. Let's talk about the battle of the female DJs because I love that you all are shining a light on the ladies. Who is right. participating so, in the battle of the female DJs? Of course, DJs. we are bringing back our reigning champion. Okay. DJ Obvious is coming She's back. so cold. Can I just say that Yo. first of all? DJ Obvious, <laughs> wherever she's mixing, she's going to play something that's going to have your head bopping and your feet moving. Yeah, Shout yeah. out to my girl, DJ Obvious. Yeah, DJ obviously, uh, she she's super dope. We got mm-hmm. DJ Space Age is returning. My girl Space so Age. So we're super excited about Space Age. Um, DJ Crystal. Yeah. Uh, she actually, I think it's the runway DJ on social media. We went to college together. Okay. And so that's cool to kind of yes. see where her uh, careers evolved. So she's coming to do it. Um, we got DJ Kiva. What's uh, up, Soror Kiva? Right. So um, I'm excited. Uh, yes. Two new DJs to the mix, uh, which is Kiva and. Um, DJ Crystal. Um, cool. Definitely excited. We just, we, you know, first I believe in black women. Mm-hmm. Yes, first, we first, know you do. First, <laughs> first and <laughs> foremost. Uh, but two, I thought it was important. We all talk about what well, women matter and da, da, da. I wanted to not, like, you won't catch me on social media any saying or typing anything. I just told it was important to do it through my actions. Mm-hmm. Right. Which was to 
put black women on a, a, a pedestal and give them an opportunity to shine and do their thing. They can yes. get booked and do your birthday parties and mm-hmm. just like everybody else. And so it's just wanting to uh, introduce people to that aspect of the market. And then, you know, black women can DJ. Yes, they can. And, and if you think, uh, like, when I got into radio, like, 23 years ago, there weren't a lot of ladies mixing. Oh, nah. Now you have options. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so, you know, very talented options. So. And then I think you got DJ Kiva has, like, the Chi DJs or something the like that. DJs, yes. Yeah, which is dope, yes. right? Which is the DJs I'm, I'm glad they're collaborating. That's, a, that's yes. the key. That's the key, collab, right? Nobody's mm-hmm. in the space to compete. Everybody just wants to grow together. And so I think that's yeah. that, that, that's super important. Um, I was trying to think. Yeah. So but, that's the ladies. That's the uh, that's, the, yeah. the, the female DJ battle competition. But mm-hmm. other than Avery and Kia Shine, tell me everybody else you got. Now, you know we got my favorite. I'm getting trouble. Who's your favorite? We got Dom McCoy. That's my favorite, too. <laughs> How about that? What's up, Dom? Everybody can sing, but Dom, yes. man, I tell you, man, Dom's a She has that special. sultry voice. Yeah, man. I recently had her on Verbally Effective Podcast, and she sang a tune or two Come on, um, right. while we were on the podcast. However, her story is amazing as right, well. Right, so right. y'all better tap in in the archives. Check out Dom McCoy on Verbally Effective. But I'm glad to see her back. Yes, uh, Dom is... Um all plays a it to me plays a pivotal pivotal role in like the music fest she was super cooperative last year mm-hmm. um which is why i was like yo Mackenzie, can we do this uh versus thing with you and mm-hmm. doll that was really cute and so for me it was kind of the the piece of you know we've got someone who can sing but like let me show you what memphis got right let me yes. put that memphis you know yes. it's, it's the subtleness of it right mm-hmm. it's the subtleness of it um, I'm super excited. Rollinay is on okay. the show this year. Such a um, such a grown, uh, mature, sensual voice uh, that Rollinay has, and it's so unique. Rollinay um, went to school. I think she's like my sister's age, or a little younger than my sister. So my sister was like, "Oh, Rollinay been singing since she was a little girl. You don't know her." I'm like, "Okay, um, no, I don't." But she's on the show. You know, okay. this is dope. Uh, our conversation was great. Um, Itty and Teco, Itty Teco. Yo. And um They put on a show. Right. And um Chris Townsend, our hip hop acts. We only had one last year, but I feel like it's important to also grow. I'm a I'm an R and B lover. So mm-hmm. I'd be Ditto. biased. Ditto. I'd, be, I'd be biased. Yes. But I was like, yo, I gotta find an actually I think I think the station had a picnic or something. We had and, an event and, and, they, and they were performed and yeah. I saw it. Yeah, it was a music festival, yes. Right. They and were I a part saw of it. it. And I was like, yo. I saw them live I with WYXI. They they cut up. Right. They I had everybody like, on their feet. Right. I said, I need them. Yeah. So you know, I got guy was like, oh, yo, what's going on? It's your boy Jay Whitlow, LOL Music Festival. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been nothing but cooperative, super, super excited. Um, and I found myself listening to everybody's streams, right? Like I mm-hmm. just go on there and do my work and and play their albums. I try to include it in the and that's what you do. You know, when you guys when we see local artists that have music on iTunes and things like that and we like it, let those be the sounds behind your reels. Let those be the sounds mm-hmm. behind your pictures. Like forget I understand we're trying to catch the algorithm, but like if we're gonna support artists and support the music, that's one of the ways in which we can do it. And so I find in my business uh to to include their music and sound on my reels and stories because it's yes. it's dope. Um so shout out to them. But just definitely excited to increase um hip hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, into the festival, we've got Anthony Q. I uh, like Anthony yo. Q. Anthony Q yo. is a vibe. What's that one? <laughs> Good love about a rock and roll. Hey, 
Yeah, he had all the ladies up last right, year. Right, right, right. Yes. Yo, Q was a vibe. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely excited to bring him back. He's like little brother. I've been watching him sing since he was young. Uh, since he was a part of a group, the group back in the day, yo, they were dope too. They did that. They did that whole shy song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they was they was hard. Um, yes. So definitely, he's gone viral a couple of times. Yes, uh, I've noticed. This year. Yeah, I, I've been checking him out on social media, Instagram, yeah, yeah, TikTok. He yeah. he's he's good now. Um, and to me, he's so young, but he has this mature, like this this really '90s R&B sound. It's like that Jaheem. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, it's like the Jaheem, right? It's like, you know, okay, I can dig this. I can dig it. Uh, so, so we're definitely excited to have him back on the show again this year. Um, Millie Manny. Mi- my boy Millie. Millie Shout Manny. out Millie Manny Millie and Manny. Ernest Strickland, your daddy. Hey. <laughs> Millie Manny on the show. You know what I'm saying? That's the, that's the little heartthrob. Everybody yes, was, he's so handsome. Who is he? Who is he? Yeah, I said who? No, he cutting up <laughs> over there at TSU. Yo, I mean, just courageous, right? Got in there, I think got from right the, on in. From the, I think from orientation, like you see mm-hmm. the man from orientation. But he singing. said he was gonna do that. Did, I had him did. on the podcast. He <laughs> said that he had very, very all these intentions of right. you know handling his business with school with Tennessee State University, mm-hmm. plus furthering his career, and that's what he's been doing. Right, yo, you know, shots out. You know, I think um, he's driven. Yeah, he very. knows what he wants to do. Like we're excited to have him as a, a part of the show. Um, yeah, to have that piece of this, like you know, to have that to that that R and B swag that he brings to the mm-hmm. table. So I really like it. Um, who else do we have? So we said Millie Manning, Anthony Q. Oh, you know, we got Devin Crutcher, man. You Come know. on, Devin Crutcher. <laughs> you know, I uh, we I had to bring Devin back. Um, yeah. Devin did our first year, I believe. And it was that whole doing the butt thing. You know, he got everybody. He got you everybody, know, he in, everybody <laughs> participating. Shout right. out Devin Crutcher. You know, and it's crazy because um, what was the show? What was Diddy's? Making the band. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever get a chance yeah, to catch the clips of Devin. Yeah, I'm making the band. So, for me, this, you know, it's like dope, man. Yeah, Devin uh, is booked and busy around. All the time. <laughs> Memphis. All, all yeah. the time. And, and probably beyond. Right. And so, I'm just uh, definitely excited to have him on the stage. And then just. Miss Carmen Hicks. Yes, come on, Carmen. Miss Carmen Hicks. I, I think we did Evolution of Cocktails last time, and Carmen, I was like, "Yo, can you, can you do a little Aretha for me? I just need this. Mm-hmm. I just need some." She, she got the was, soul. She said, "At the Evolution of Cocktails, I said, I don't care." Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yo, Carmen, yeah, man, such a um, one, just such a, a beautiful person, right? Mm-hmm. She's so nice. Uh, she's she's just a doll. I've worked with a lot of local artists and some of them just you know everybody's you fancy. know everybody fancy Every, <laughs> clearly everybody got grammy sitting on the counter at home a little ego involved sometimes <laughs> right which is not bad it's but, not bad but <laughs> i think confidence is a thing i think ego is another yeah i think it's it's we confidence respects confidence right mm-hmm. um, you know what my dad always told me it is okay to have a little bit of ego because you're gonna need it but he said, "Now don't get too loose with your ego." Oh, I think you need it when when you you know when you gotta pop your. You okay. got to shut them up. Like that's when they're like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, let me let me run these let me run this back for you, okay? Yeah. Don't let them two thousand followers fool you. Okay. I just have two thousand followers on social media, but that doesn't you know you don't know how this work over Come here. Come on, pop it, pop it, pop and it, So Jamal. I think people. Um, you know that's that to me. That's the time and place. Yeah. For ego. Other than that, man, humility is what is what we need to be on. Um, 
almost at all times because we are human and the human experience has become more fragile than ever and oh, we just gotta we gotta do we gotta do to put a smile on something. people's faces man yes. like all that we don't yes. we just don't black culture don't if you're gonna have an ego have an ego with the white folks oh no wait <laughs> whoa <laughs> The ones, That's how you feel, Jabal. The, the ones that uh, are, are are in your way. Let's say this: the barrier, the people that create okay. the barriers. Have your ego with them. Okay. That's who you need to be stunned on. Okay. Right, those folks. The your brother and your sister, the people that you're walking up and down the hallway with, like it is just a hello, yeah, and a good smile, and I open up the door, mm-hmm. let you know your your shoes untied. Mm-hmm. It's simple, man. All that yeah. other stuff, we don't got to do all that. But the, you, you know the folks you got to stun on. Like. I understand. And, and we are in Memphis, first and foremost. What? So, you know, I, I, I feel you, Jamal. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Okay, LOL Music Festival, April 15th, Handy Park. Uh, what an incredible lineup, Jamal. Um, and it starts at what time? To what time? The doors open at 1. Uh, okay. And it's over at 1130. Okay, um, so we gonna be there festivaling. We we Coachella and we doing all of that. Yo, we hanging. So you know, this year we um, I'll tell you, like, it's, uh, I'm never one to. I don't. Uh, I'm a I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my my stuff. Okay, but I don't. Uh, I get inspired. <laughs> I don't steal, but I get inspired. Mm-hmm. And I, I had an opportunity to uh, one of my mentors uh, got me in one music fest uh, last year and just got a chance How to really get yo. First of all, El Boogie is my all-time favorite, so I can knock that off my list. Like, mm. Lauren Hill herself performed. And she was on time, okay, for all you haters. Okay. She was on time. That's interesting to hear. She Ooh, was la, on time. La, la. <laughs> it's the way it is. Come on. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, um, that. And um, I actually was like, yo, how do you guys have Jeezy and Lauren on the same stage at the same time? Like, it it's, can just, happen. it's just that many people. Yeah. Um. But it was it was amazing. And uh, what we adopted and what we understood, learned more about the festival, is it the brand activation opportunities for other brands and for mm-hmm. the engagement uh, with our, our festival attendees. This year, we got Axe and Chill. Okay. So Axe and Chill, we're going to have the actual Axe, the Axe Storm booth out there. Mm-hmm. They're going to have a whole little lounge set up uh, out there. Be, we've got uh, the I Love Memphis blog. Uh, I mean, not I Love, yeah, with They'll be out there, uh, downtown, um, Memphis Commission, Memphis Tourism. Um, and then we've got a Closer Look Barbershop um, doing the Barbershop Lounge this okay. year. So it's going to be kind of dope. They're going to be on site. Yes. Cutting but, it up. So they're not necessarily cutting hair, but like it, it is also the exploitation of black businesses. Gotcha. Right? Gotcha. And like, he's been my barber for like five years, mm-hmm. right? And so it's like, how does a barber uh, sponsor a music festival other than just a logo? I said, yo. I got, I got an idea, Jarvis. Let's, 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 create, let's create the barbershop experience that customers get when they come here mm. to the barbershop. Let's kick back, you know. And then my, my guys, uh, Memphis Brew Collective, DP, Devontae. What's the up, Devontae? They're going to do the uh, working with the beer samples. So we're going to oh, do we've got beer samples. Uh, people trying out different types of beer. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to make sure that, you know, that's... Uh, just more activation, right? Yeah. Uh, that people get a chance to experience other than just not other than just sitting out listening to music. But you got some things to do. It'll be 
you know, probably some beer pong table set up around that. Just just a good time. A good time, man. Yes, yes. We're going to have some uh, spades in the artist lounge. Amy, what's up? Okay. Now, you don't what's want up? none. You don't want none of me <laughs> with spades. I don't do dominoes. I can't count on a spot like that. I'd be like, what I is try. <laughs> I try in dominoes. But, yeah, they're always looking at me like, you taking too long to too count. Too long. I'm like, one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> like, how y'all count so much better than me so right. quickly with this game? I smart is an important. Right. And, you know, it's a I, it took me a while to understand the strategy behind right, dominoes. Right, right, right. But anyway, spades my thing. <laughs> I got you, So man. don't pull out them dominoes. Pull out the spades. I got you. We're going to pull them spades out in the artist lounge. <laughs> All right. Well, Jamal Whitlow, I appreciate you for coming today on the Verbally Effective Podcast live over here at WYXR 91.7 FM Memphis, raised by sound. Any last words that you would like to say? Because I know LOL Music Festival is going to be Simply amazing on April 15th in Handy Park. How can they get their tickets? Uh, you can check your tickets out. You can follow us at the LOL Music Festival on Instagram. Uh, you can also log into www.listenoutloudmusicfestival.com. Our tickets are there. Um, and today we've got a dope promo, Catch This Vibe. Hashtag Catch This Vibe. Um, and you'll find on all our social media posts that knocks off $20 off your ticket. Uh, VIP and Crew Love. If you got a mm-hmm. if you got a group of people that want to come kick it, we got Crew Love, which includes uh, meal vouchers for everybody all day long. Um, you got breakfast, I mean, you got lunch and you got dinner. Meal vouchers, it's a uh, beverages included, snacks mm-hmm. and all those things, and your own uh, bartender uh, or server to service your booth uh, the entire day. Uh, just for those folks that want to kick it with their crew. Um, and other than that, my words to Memphis is, Yo, Big Memphis, continue to be true to who you are true to who we say we are on paper um we've got an election season coming up let's make a conscious non-emotional decision that only affects the now but also protects tomorrow that's right be privileged too be privileged (laughs) well thank you jamal Whitlow, hanging out with me today on the verbally effective podcast i will check back in with you guys next tuesday at noon in the meantime and in between time be sure to subscribe to the verbally effective podcast with ina esco on all streaming platforms and at ina esco youtube channel as well have a lovely tuesday and i'll see you at lol music festival on april 15th